like scary stories If you like tasty beers Open up your mouth holes And open up your ears For... My goodness, I'm so ready. I've been ready. I was born ready. Oh yeah. man, you know what? You know, listen, everybody, we all know that the COVID has been tough for all of us. But it's has true. anyone even taken a moment to consider no. the people of Brooklyn who live <laughs> in sex houses? What? I mean, Se- one, I never consider the people of Brooklyn, and two, Beg pardon? Yes. Wait, wait. No, I have questions. Is it a house of sex, a house for sex, or a house literally made of sex? It's a house of learned sex doctors. These people have PhDs in pleasure. In boning. In boning down. That's right. Did you know that Brooklyn has a number of different communities uh, that are all sex houses where a bunch of people live in houses and just do orgies all the time? Okay, I did not know no. that, and yet somehow am not surprised. This is a real thing. So, uh, after- I mean, that's one way to quarantine. As long as nobody leaves, you just have sex with the same. <laughs> no, well, nobody leaves. Nobody is that, leaves. Is that kidna- orgy. Nobody leaves. Is that kidnapping? I think that might be it's kidnapping. Not kidna- Look, it's false hold- imprisonment. Maybe I don't think bit? Instacart delivers lube. If you do, let us know. I bet Walmart Walmart does at gmail.com. No, did you Walmart ever get does. lube? No, Instacart. Walgreens Okay, does. Postmates will. Postmates brings me stuff from the Walgreens. Yeah. Oh. They got lube. Well, there we go. You I never sta- have to I leave know. for lube. I got, I got all the lube info, guys. <laughs> I stand corrected. You're like, I am made of lube. It's actually... I am covered in lube. I've run out of lotion. I now taste of strawberries. I, it's it's weird. And I tingle? It's kind of... slightly sticky. I'm also now ribbed for my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> I would give my left, left testicle to go to an orgy, said Kenneth Play, co-founder of... Hacienda Villa. Ooh, and they try to make it foreign. Kenneth Play is out here trying to get his dick sucked, and he can't do it in this COVID world because these people used to bang like 100 people a year, and now they can only bang five, and that's just no goddamn fun. Somebody think of the orgies. I mean, think of the orgies. Hey, Joe Joe Biden, while you're out here signing all these goddamn executive orders, what about one for sucking dick? Did you think about that? You didn't, did you? Yeah, I mean, I mean, Jersey is vaccinating people who smoke. So Brooklyn can vaccinate people who smoke dick. These radical leftists refuse to think about butt stuff. And I'm getting to think of my ass. I'm. Tired of my ass. My ass. I'm an American. I require freedom. I want the freedom to look at a wiener, to touch a butt, to have a muff stuffed up my nose. I don't give a shit. I want it. That's what I want. Stuff that muff right up his nose. That's right. And get them undies still available. (laughs) Cancel culture is canceling this hot muff in my nose, and I don't like it. Okay. I these muffs are canceled. About canceled muffs. I mean, my muff is. It's just, what about it? It's not canceled. I'm just saying. I don't saying? know why you're. It's, it's, you it's not to, canceled. You've been, you been on Twitter lately? 
That's yeah. the only thing I'm willing to tell the internet about my mom. That's it. Mother. That's all you're Definitely getting. Definitely not canceled. It's just, just not, it's not canceled. She's here okay. to play, ladies and gentlemen. Like Kenneth Play. Yeah. Kenneth, like Kenneth Play of Hacienda Villa, the Brooklyn-based sex orgy house. That- I mean, has he tried actually sacrificing his left nut to some sort of sex god? Bacchus god maybe in order he- to get the orgies back? Because he said he would do it. Well, maybe I don't think he's tried. Uh, you, you know what? Maybe having rad nuts is the best way to get those super antibodies that that dude has that he can't get the COVID. Oh, oh, maybe sure. all of his COVID yeah. like antibodies are in his ball yeah. sack. Everybody right, says- so the more he fucks, the more it is spewed out yeah. from his it's body. Spreading. It's basically a community service at this point yeah that's what they think they're like he is his own vaccination center these antibodies two week wait every 20 minutes these, oh. these antibodies are not manufactured in the marrow they're in fact manufactured in the nuts they're manufactured man, yeah. man. nice 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 man gross i hate myself so much for that i loved that joke that joke was pleasing to me. <laughs> I mean, when we start- was pleasing like a pleasure house. Speaking of pleasure, <laughs> I can dig up more information on this. I put my phone away, but because that was all I felt like talking about. In you just story. wanted to talk about fuck like, houses. I just want to talk about these incredible fuck houses. Like how yeah, many listen, people listeners- are at these houses? Yeah, what are their names? Engineer Bob came in so hot. He was like, "I've got the cold open. Got I've got a story. We're going to talk about it. It's going to be amazing." Yeah, he was real excited about this really, house. Who was correct about how great this cold open was? <laughs> Me, I was right. It's Because you know what, nuts hold the antibodies. Okay, <laughs> and nuts equal or are sorry are better and than. The liberal media will not tell you about it. Anthony Fauci has known about the nuts for Anthony, years. George Soros has been funding <laughs> nut research. <laughs> Anthony Fauci's trying to cancel my muff. He's trying to cancel muffs. <laughs> Bill Gates has put a microchip in my balls. I that won't 5G have it. 5G is going to kill 5G my... 5G has given me fart- nut cancer and I can't make the trails. antibodies. Okay, guys, speaking of nuts. <laughs> this show is nuts. Welcome oh. to the Booze and Bruce podcast. We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories. We drink the medically appropriate beer. And we would never deign to cancel any of your muffs. We no. love each and every muff out there. We love them all. All of them. And your nuts, they're all right. Yeah, they're, yeah. Yeah. They're pretty they good. They are what they are. They're pretty it's good fine. nuts. It, they're, they're great. They're perfectly average nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly average sized for nuts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> not extra big, not extra small, just regular old just, just nuts. Good old American nuts. <laughs> well, excellent, excellent segue yeah, because this like week a, like a we're TV not- sh- like a bat like a bad Sorry. reality TV show, American nuts. <laughs> and it's like some sort of nut based competition. <laughs> I, I, don't, I w- would not watch. Hulu would pick it up, though. Yeah. yeah. Or I, I bet you can get it on Netflix. American yeah. Nuts. <laughs> Look at me. I'm podcast momming this today. You Speaking really are. of American You're like, I'm going to move on from this crazy ass. She's asshole. like, bitches, shut up. We're done. I, I mean, here's the thing. If you keep talking about nuts, I'm going to talk more about puss because equality, hashtag feminism. Hashtag, I'm down with this muff. He's down to clown. I'm down to clown on these muffs. <laughs> anyway. Gross. Anyway, Uh, well, it was a nice segue like five fucking minutes ago. Yeah. But no, this. Wow. What has happened? 
Just talk <laughs> just amongst, talk amongst hey, yourselves. Podcast mom, mom, the show. While uh, I'm okay, <laughs> all right. Well, this week we are not. We are actually leaving America. We, we are, are leaving all the American nuts behind, and and muffs, all and, the American nuts and muffs, and everything in between. All of America, anything. either either or both, neither yeah, doesn't matter. Neither. No, we are just we are just leaving the country. We're saying yeah, bye bye. You yeah, pretending, you George Soros. We're pretending Good. we're allowed to leave the country, which we're definitely not. No, we're no, nobody been, wants us anymore. No. Nope. Don't Even blame Mexico them. is like, uh, can you not? I know. In Mexico, anyway, yes. Yes. We can't really leave. So we're pretending that we can. Right. And so in our we our beer this week. With our mind's journey, where should is, we travel? Well, it's called wandering abroad. So we were just like non-american ghosts non-american whatever that means to you that's right there are so many other countries that are not america i want to wander into that's a bunch true. of broads jesus hey that's get a good pun out get out Ugh. first the muffs and now broads babe yeah man what is wrong with you yeah man? my dudes no <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude yeah bro this is woo. sick woo no so muffs we're doing Amer- non-America, whatever that means. I was unprepared for this episode to be so muff heavy <laughs> up front. Like I was unprepared for the muffiness of it all. I know. These <laughs> for the gentle, the gentle pubic cushion we've been given at the open of this episode. I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, do you want to like look, go back three years and start talking about Merkins? I mean, you know what? I'm gonna be honest. I'm enjoying all the muff talk, but I just wasn't emotionally prepared for it. You no, know. I, I, I understand, but what we are emotionally prepared for mm-hmm. is this beer. I'm roping it back around again. There so, we go. There we go. It is called, as I mentioned, Wandering Abroad. It is a fruited sour ale from Los Angeles Ale Works. So, fruited! Yes. So, Wandering Abroad, not America. So, Tuna, she's gone. She, she got her passport out. She mm-hmm. left I the did. country. I did. My passport's about to expire, and I'm like, should I renew it? Yeah, because the second you can get out of here, whoop. It's time to really? go. Really? Because last year I fucking paid for that TSA, you know. I did too. Pre-check. Pre-check. But it was a waste of goddamn money for the first year. Oh, yeah, it was a big waste of 85 bucks. In- incredibly excited to go to Seattle. Didn't happen. Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, thankfully it's good for a couple of years, but I literally just renewed mine and then nothing happened. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Anyway, so I'm pretending that I can travel. I'm pretending I can go out into Anywhere. that great big world full of muffs. Oh, where? And I, which I muffs can are you? show you my muff. Shining, shimmering, splendid. Soft and squirrely, furry. <laughs> it's going. a soft muff. It's got a great muff. It'll keep you warm. A whole new muff. Muff. <laughs> anyway, where's your muff taking us this week? So I said, if I could take me and my muff, if we could go traveling, where would I take my muff? Where well, would I sit my muff on an airplane for 10 to 16 hours you gotta get and a go second about seat. the world? Wait, you gotta um, pay for two seats turkey. on this plane for you and your muff. You're taking <laughs> your, your muff to Turkey. No, I said oh. if I could go anywhere in the world, where would I go? I would go to my favorite place to visit. Canada. Italy. Oh, Italy. Oh. Nice. Better get, than Canada. Listeners, get those pizza hands prepared. Oh, Put them I did, in I the did stone think, oven. Oh, it's going to be a pizza hands heavy episode. So then I was like, I'm just going to find another ghost in Italy because Italy, they got ghosts. Yeah. Um, so country. I'm going to tell you about, guys, my Italian really bad at this moment. Okay. Mm. As opposed to years ago when I could go to Italy and I would work on it. Right. My English is, uh, is very bad, so don't worry. Yeah, I live here. Uh, so I can't help I'm it. going to tell you about Casa della Anime. An- anime. 
Anime Castle? Has, I mean, House of Anime. It is spelled anime, but that's obviously not how it's pronounced. There's little de- de- delightful They've Japanese cartoons running favorites. around. They got One Punch Man. They got My Hero Academia. Yes. They got. So I'm um, going to tell you about the the Casa del Anime. All right. From okay, so. Uh, this house is situated in northwest Italy in a small town called Voltari, mm-hmm. uh, which is in the Genoa region along the sort of western um, coast. Yeah, on the of Italy. salami coast. On the salami coast. So if you're thinking about Italy, you're thinking about the boot. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Genoa is like the top. The top western side of the very cuff of the boot, way up okay. top, way okay. up top. Cool. It's muff adjacent. If yeah. you've got it's, like thigh highs, it's the closest in Italy you can get to the muff for I sure. Great, great. Um, so in this town, it's this tiny little fishing village. Now, there's um, according to Wikipedia, um, there are twelve thousand four hundred and two people currently living Ooh. in this town. Massive, mm. um, Voltari. Um, so. It's it's a really old ass fucking area because it's right along the shoreline. People have been there pretty much since there were fucking people because ocean. Yeah. Since so um, from the origin of people, yes, man has lived. Much. Well, in you know, because fish turned into man and they just settled along yeah, the they coast. They crawled right out of that ocean and then they set up shop. Yeah. Yes, set up shop and on the Salami Coast. And then they became like weird uh, cannibals because they were then oh eating God. fish. Yeah, you, that man they, yeah. made from fish eats fish. Gets that brain disease that you get from cannibalism. People, yeah. I'm just realizing now, within the telling of this tale, I'm taking my muff to the salami coast, which just feels super appropriate. <laughs> yes! So, it's been a long quarantine. Brooklyn sex houses, we have a new applicant. <laughs> so it started to become like an actual town um, in the early Middle Ages, and it was known for making paper, which is weird. Mm. Oh. Um, and then in the 18th century, um, like the 17th and 18th century, it became uh, like a pretty big port city. Mm. Um, not so much that it was like a bustling metropolis, but like people would have their boats come in and then take their trade goods. And then you have to go through this part of Genoa to get into like Milan and like the bigger cities to get to the bigger cities within Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it became like a bit of a traveling stop where like people would bring their boats full of goods. They would stop, maybe stay the night and then continue on to the rest of their trade routes. Mm, okay. Okay. Um, so there through this town, there's one main road from the sea sort of through the town and then continuing on into the like more heart part of Italy. Mm-hmm. And that town is called Via de Giovanni. Um, Giovanni. Um, and... Actually, it's probably Dia de Los probably Via de Jovi because there's I added an extra A in my head. Oh. Via de Jovi. Okay. Um. So along this main road, a lots of little businesses popped up, and most of these businesses were catered towards these traveling merchants. Mm-hmm. So they're like catered inns. with salami. They're yes, salami because they're like an inn where you can stay the night, get a warm meal, and then continue on your journey and in then the morning. Fuck off in the morning. Hell yeah. yeah. You can stay the night. Fuck all the muffs. Then get your salami up and go get, away. Get in the a morning. mouthful of salami and then head out on the road. There you go. Some muff for the road. Um, <laughs> morning muff. I've got morning muff. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so uh, the Casa del Anime, or okay, the Anime House. We'll just call it that. The I Anime House. 
um, is on this main road uh, along the way. It's just one of the little inns that popped up to service all these business travelers. Mm -hmm. And it actually became like pretty popular as far as the inns of the area go. Mm Because there was a lot to choose from. But this one was the only one that featured tentacle pornography. Yes. Yes. So much hentai. Um, Really popular with those Japanese travelers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But this one, no, it was really well known for like, it was run by a family that also lived at the house. Had a panty vending machine. Sure did. And um, they, because whenever you would stay at an inn, it would come with like dinner and Mm -hmm. they were like known to have the best dinner in town. Yeah. Uh, Um, Because Soylent Green is people. Yeah. 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 We're going to get to it. Again, can't. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Um, yeah, way to like see into the future on that one. Wow. Um, so the house had, it was like the family lived there and then there were a couple rooms that they rented out, including these two rooms that were like their fancier rooms that were located way in the back of the house. So they were off the main road. So they didn't have the noise from the road. Um, and because they were situated off the back, their windows overlooked sort of the sweeping Italian countryside that was behind the inn. So they like had a nice view. They were the quietest ones. They were definitely like the better rooms available. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would save them for like when the ritzier travelers came by, uh. like probably charged a little bit more for them. They were like, we have fancy rooms in the back. I actually found one website that said that the rooms are only accessible by a secret passage. What? Ooh. House cave. Yes. House yes. These yeah. rooms, much in keeping of American and also British, uh, you know, inns of the time. Are ready for the weekend. They were one, were ready for the weekend, and two, were uh, often known for travelers to just go missing sometimes. Uh-oh. Oh no. That's where weird. did they go? And whereas, like, in America and Britain, a lot of these stories revolve around, like, you get the traveler to sit down at the table, the floor drops out from under them, they fall into the basement onto spikes and they die. Or, because that's fun. Yeah, that's or like, fun. it's like you get a ride. Yeah, or someone sneaks up behind them and clubs them over the head. Like, these are very common tropes within these, like, murder hotels. Okay. But Italy, Italy like to get a little crafty and do things a little bit different. Look, they got to establish a name for themselves. Yeah, this is a crowded market. A lot of competition. Exactly. So what, what what this family did with their house of anime is they installed in these two back rooms because they're further away from everything else in the house. And they installed... Special stone drop ceilings. Oh, dang. So then in the middle of the night, Your once their fancy sleeps. travelers had gone to sleep, Honk they you. would really slowly like drop these stone ceilings down until you suffocate the person in the bed. Because they're like asleep in bed. They don't notice it until it's like crushing them. At that point, they can't move. They can't really scream. And they're just suffocated and like smooshed they're to death. smooshed they're they're now like uh stone ground pizza yeah but it's like it's quiet yeah and it like doesn't leave a big mess no it's actually a really great way to kill people so when you were saying at first Noted. like <laughs> when you were like oh the drop ceilings i literally in my head thought they'd like cut a cord and this giant yeah, stone boom. Which is like, bam. yeah i assumed that there was some splat. sort of Violent and smushery, no. like they just dropped stones you know, on people. The way that they did it is actually a lot smarter, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it, it, the cleanup Italian is a people are fond of like engineering things. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I assume like a hand crank mm-hmm. sort of a thing because a the whole the whole thing is that it was quiet. Is that mm-hmm. other people staying in the hotel wouldn't hear it? Right, and I think if you dropped 
an entire stone ceiling. You know, buildings would shake. It uh, would make a bit of a boom boom. There's some sounds, yeah. There might be a... It would make some booms. Some noises. Splat. So... So they would just quietly insmushin their guests to death. Sure. Then they would just crank the ceiling back up, go in, take all their shit and all their money and Ugh. whatever else. Because again, these are the fancy travelers right. had with them. And then they'd like go off and sell it for a profit. But know. this family, they said, you know what? We're having a little trouble getting rid of the bodies. Like we can bury them in the backyard, but... I mean, here's the thing. We got to get rid of these bodies. Also, we got to feed all these other travelers. Oh, boy. And I feel like that's a problem that solves this, itself. I mean, this yeah. is very Sweeney Todd. It is very Sweeney Todd. Yeah. Um, it predates Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd stole this idea. Yeah, I don't. I assume it was like meat raviolis versus meat pies because it's Italy. It's Italy. That bolognese is... Mm. That feels a little racist, um, you guys. Yeah, it's a delicious meat sauce. <laughs> it is a type of meat sauce, yeah. Um, yeah, so they would apparently cut off, like, the best, choicest Butt chunks cheeks. of meat Butt from cheeks. humans. For yeah. sure. Was that Albert would, Fish? Yeah, they would Albert Fish would eat your butt. Getting that butt the meat. butt cheeks were the best... Well, to be fair, Albert Fish ate children, so... Butts. We don't know child what the butts. best... He ate child butts. We don't know what the most tasty part of an adult human man would be. Okay, okay, oh, that's, a fair, that's um, a fair point. His nuts. The nuts. These nuts. No, that's D's where the nuts. immunity comes from. Well, Maybe no, they that's would what crack they're doing. Like they're, making, like, they're making wellness shots out of them. Oh. Oh, yeah, it's like wheatgrass, but for yes, your nuts. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's fourteen ninety nine at Whole Foods. But yeah, yeah. my guess, though, it's going to be like butt cheeks. But anyway. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe Face it's Dingus sausage. Maybe. Mm. We don't know. The general difference. Know. I don't want to know. Uh, I mean, it is the salami capital. Um, so so they would take these meat and they would literally cook it up and serve it to the, the travelers. They don't know for sure whether the family was eating it too oh, or whether boy. they were just passing it off to the travelers. But the travelers, that's how they started to make a name for themselves. We're like, we have the best food. Oh my we God. Have the, because meat was super expensive and hard to come by that wasn't fish. And they'd be like, oh, this place has like pork and beef. Rigatoni. Be like, where did where did this pork and beef come from? Be like, oh, yeah. we've got a oh, man. Oh no, the rig the rigatoni is made from Tony. Like that's where it gets <laughs> yeah, the Tony from. Oh man. Um. So they used to like cook up the meat. Yeah, we, we've got rigatoni. We got riga Giuseppe. We've got you know all the <laughs> riga all Steve. The, yeah, riga yeah. Steve. Riga Steve. He's he's a traveler from the west. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So then they used to take the like gristly parts of human that you can't eat and the bones and stuff and bury them in the back which like helped make the vista behind the house oh, you, so you like have beautiful now, and like, lush yeah because you know it's just fertilizer at What's that, that point. nitrates yeah um so this went on for years and they were like well known as like the best place to stay within voltari um, the anime house of meat <laughs> the anime house of meat of, of tony's meat. <laughs> Um, until one night they're apparently coming off one of the ships and making his way towards a new job in Milan there was a doctor mm. and the doctor like goes to this place he actually was given one of the fancy rooms at the back because he's a doctor uh-huh. and he sits down to eat dinner and as he's starting to eat he's, he's like, like this meat is tastes weird like people. and then he pulls it out he pulls out a piece of it and he's like this is human flesh which I was like how do you know that? Okay, because he's a doctor. He's a learned doctor. Learned doctor. Is that what they teach in old doctor school? Yes. To eat people? Yes. Yes. 
Uh, one major part of medical school that nobody likes to talk about is the People cooking eating. and eating of humans. So you know. Yep. It's true. Do no harm except for this one class. That's what they say. Oh, okay. So like in this one class, you're like, eat this. Tell me if they had jaundice yeah. or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to identify these things by the way they taste. All right. Good to know. I did not know that. I just assumed this doctor was also a cannibal. Well, you know uh, what? You yeah. may have something too. I don't know. <laughs> Look, yours makes the most logical sense, but ours is right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Very true. Um, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Um, so then the doctor's like, it's people. Oh, your rigatoni is actually Tony. Oh, I guess actually it's Italian. So it's a people. It's a people. It's like Mario. It's a me. It's a me Yahoo. in your stew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then the, uh, the town was like, holy shit, that's where all these missing travelers have been going. Oh, my God. And like they, they never until that point put two and two together. Be like, wow, all these people went missing. Well, where did and they like, all stay like at the modern, same fucking place? Well, their detective works are real bad. Well, they all stayed here. They didn't and they have all went deduction missing. in that. Yeah, in the, in they connected. Fuck. No, you know what? Well, no. And because these kind of murder traveler ends is like a very common trope within lots of countries' histories. And it always takes them years to get found out because the police would be like, oh, we're hot on the trail. We got to find missing Tony. But they're bumbling morons. And they would show up and then the, the family who owns the inn would be like, yes, he has stayed here. And then he left in the morning. I don't know where he went. Though. I super duper promise. I am a totally. Would you like some ragu? He's <laughs> very fresh. Very fresh. And they're like, well, you're right. You know what? That that pasta was too good. There's no way they're murderers. Yeah, you can't make a red sauce that robust and be a murderer. Right? This has been simmering for 28 hours. Yeah. It's delicious. That's why Just, it tastes so good. Now, no. now go away. Now go away. Officer. It has nothing to do with the human meat. No. <laughs> um, so they they like find out the family they put them on trial they're immediately convicted and sentenced to death they dig up the whole backyard to try and like get all the bones out mm-hmm. and they find so many bones and they're like i mean let's the 18 at this point it's still the 1700s like There's they're no not DNA. the best scientists it's no. the 18th century no. they're, they're looking and they're like well that's probably like a femur but Maybe. so they were like we're not really sure how many people they put back here but they Guest, it was between 50 and 100. Wow. Which is a big gap. That, now, how, yeah. how many meals did they get out of one human is the question. I don't right? know. I think it depends on the human. Was it was this a crime of passion or a crime of necessity, right? Like, I think it we was a crime need of to feed these people. Greed. They're just greedy. I think it was a crime of greed. They yeah. would have made it pretty big, I bet, in America had they come over. It's true. Oh, um, America had their own inns doing that kind of shit. They would have had to compete. Oh. They were apparently oh. the only one in Italy doing this. Oh, okay. And they got the fancy drop ceiling. They got, they yeah, got they, they had their, yeah. their murder market cornered. Yeah. yeah. So because this whole town is basically run around the infrastructure of having traveling merchants stay on their way into the rest of Italy, they cover all of this up. They just like, oh. like huh. no These one are not ever the droids you're looking for. Yeah, like they were just like they would. They don't want to talk about it. They're like, when people come looking for missing family members, they're like, "Oh, that's so weird. We don't know where they are," and they just <sighs> don't help. And they try and just continue on living the way that they, they did. They hold up a bone and go, "I don't know. Does this look like your husband's leg? Is this is this Tony's? Is this left his foot? Is this his foot? Mm-hmm. I, I are mean, you familiar with Tony's femur? Do you know what it looks like on the inside? 
<laughs> yeah, do you know what he looks like yeah. on the inside? Could you pick Tony out of a taste lineup? Because we have four Rigatonis. Yeah, we have four It's like samples. a Pepsi challenge, but for your family members. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Super fun. Super fun. Um, so the town covers it up. No one ever moves into the house. Like that, I assume the house, like no one buys it. So then it like falls into a little bit of disrepair and no one lives there. And everyone just like ignores that house that's like kind of right on the main street, but no one ever walks towards or talks about or anything they're like that house just um, doesn't exist they basically just ignore it for centuries damn like no one fucking goes to this goddamn house until turning page, the page two page, page two. two until during world war ii this part of italy got bombed the shit out of oh so like all these small little communities along the coast there are just decimated by bombings and all these people have nowhere to go and so eventually one family is like fuck it that building's like, we're gonna still go standing. stay in the in the anime house until we figure something else out, we're just going to go squat in this anime house mm-hmm. until we can figure out a, a better place to send our family, even though it's like but definitely going to be bad news bears. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they go into this house and they're like f- immediately from jump. There's weird shit happening. Yeah. I mean, so they're. Yeah. They said that um, they would go to sleep and they would hear a bunch of weird noises in the middle of the night, but they were too scared to get up and look. And then they would get up in the morning and all their furniture would be rearranged. Oh, weird. Um, They said that like anytime they put anything on like a tabletop or a countertop or something, it would like immediately fall off, like just be shoved by a force. So you like put a glass down, someone shoves it off, it breaks it. Huh. Um, and they said that at nighttime, if you ventured into the back of the house, which they tried not to go into, but if you ventured into the back of the house, you could hear muffled screaming. Oh, God. Coming from the back room. As if somebody was having a big stone rock smoosh them. Smoosh them. Yeah, they so could they hear the like, screaming, but it was like. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, so they were they were definitely freaked out but they were also desperate they didn't have anywhere else Mm -hmm. to go and they were like they don't seem to be hurtful or like there's no manifestations you know it's Mm -hmm. like we got to rearrange the furniture every day but like at least my children have a roof over their heads you know so they were like okay it's all fine until one night when they were all sitting down around the dinner table and they hear a knock at the door oh um and they go to answer the door and it's a young woman wearing a white gown and she um she just starts saying that like she's looking for her husband um and her husband like was supposed to be in this town and she can't find him anywhere and they oh, like God. try and help her mm-hmm. so they're like what does your husband look like where did you last see him and she starts getting really upset and starts crying and she's like like he hasn't come home he was here on a business trip he like owns a trading company and he was staying at some inn and i can't find the inn and this family's like yeah there isn't an inn anywhere around here like these are all homes now and it's like a really small town yeah so they were like i'm so sorry like i don't know that we can help you like i I don't I don't recognize the description of your husband yeah. and there's no in here. Yeah. Was she wearing like a tricorn hat or anything? <laughs> she was wearing an all white dress. That's that's all oh, right okay. now. Oh, okay. A powdered and wig. So she- so like the family tries to help her, but they just can't. And she's like, I understand. Like, I guess I'm just going to keep looking for him. And she like keeps crying and turns and walks away and then fucking disappears, disappears. into nothing. Yes. And they said that as she disappeared, it smelled like roses. Aw. Aw. She farts roses. 
she farts roses. Um, so the so that family was like, absolutely not. We are done. This yeah. is it. No more. You know Ghosts what? knocking on the door. That's a big no for us. I will sleep on the street. I don't no. care. Yeah. They were like, nope, bridge too far. So they moved out. And then no one else ever moved into that house ever again. Dang. It's still empty to this day. And you may think, okay, so the ghosts are like contained within this house. Mm -hmm. But no, no, no. Mm -mm. Because this town is an incredibly small town, like I said. But that main street um, that, did I write down the name of it again? It would be helpful if I did. Via Via de Jovi. Yeah, Via de Jovi. So that main street, Via de Jovi, Mm -hmm. that used to be like the main part of town, it's now like not a big street anymore. Um, and most of the locals avoid it at all costs because they say if you drive down that street, pretty much more often than not, someone will come out of the like the brush along the side of the street, flag your car down and like try and get you to stop and beg you not to go any further, telling you it's not safe. And then they'll just disappear back into the darkness. Dang. Yeah, so no one in this town will go to the house, will go in the house. No one local drives on the road. So, like, now ghost hunters go and try and, like, stay overnight in the house and try and, like, go on the road. And they're like, yeah, like, you can definitely hear screaming at night and people definitely come up to you on that fucking road. Damn, that's when they just play the Ghostbusters theme song. I'm yeah. afraid of no ghosts. Um, and so the locals have taken to calling it the Casa de la Anme, which translates to House of Spirits. Oh. So anime means spirits in Italian. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that's the story of the Casa de Anme. That's nice. a good one. Italy, Italy. It's my non-American ghost story. I dig it. I think it's very spooky. All right, well, hang out for part two after I yell at you. You're going to love it. Hey, everybody. It's Joel Pal Engineer Bob. There's one thing I love doing. It's eating somebody's wiener uh, that was made for me in some sort of delicious pasta dish. Hey, I-, I would like to thank Martini Maximus for his Fantasmas Fantasticos incredible review. One of the nicest things I think I've read on a review ever. Hey, if you would like my appreciation, you should also send a review, you idiot. Why haven't you done it yet? You gotta show it. Tell me you love me. That's what I need. Go on the iTunes five-star review. Say nice things about us. That's all I'm asking. I'm not asking much, but after I'm done asking you that, what you should do is go to patreon.com slash booze and brews where you can give us your money on top of having submitted to us review. Audio episodes, video episodes, show sketches I do. It's a great way to waste your money. Hey, guess what? Social media, websites, you're going to love them. You're going to want to talk to us. We're the best people in the universe. Come talk to us. Instagram, how do you talk to us? Booze and... Oh, Jesus Christ. Wow. Booze and Brews podcast. Facebook? Booze and Brews. Twitter? Booze and Brews. All right. That's it for me. Now back to the show. Yeah, Engineer Bob, you're welcome for that gut-wrenching cough I launched into this microphone right before we started recording. You're welcome. That's my gift to you. I didn't even have to hear it in my ears later when I put this episode together. It's going to be the best. (laughs) It was an incredible gift. You know what, Frank? It's like my birthday in January. You're so thoughtful. Um, So... When I decide where do I want to go, that's not in this country. When I where use do my you mind's eye. And your traveling muff, sisterhood of the traveling muff, mm-hmm. where do you want to take your muff now? My muff, I want to take to Larnach Castle in New Zealand. Oh, New Zealand. I want to go to New Zealand. That is not the accent I would have expected, but I'm ready to listen to this incredible story. Yeah, so Larnach Castle is a mock castle located. A mock castle. Mock Are you mocking castle? Me? Yes. Is that like castle a fo- mocking? This castle 
is mocking you. It's a pseudo castle. It's a phony baloney castle. Uh, according to Wikipedia, they are called mock castles because historic houses built after the 16th century are not actual castles because they provide no sort of medieval fortifications. Mm. Oh, they ain't got them fortifications. There's, there's right. no moat. There are no cannons. So therefore, cool no castle. Walls, not it's, a it's castle. Cool house, no cannons, fake. Fake. Yep. Castle, asterisk. Uh, <laughs> asterisk. A big mm-hmm. one. This castle's not getting In into the, the Castle Hall book, of Fame. This is a steroid this era fake castle. castle. Yep. Yeah. This castle is not ready for the weekend. No. Nor is it ready for any kind of uh, incursion. No. It's terrible. So anyway, the Larnack Castle is located near uh, Dunedin, New Zealand. Sure. Dunedin. My favorite part of New Zealand. Um, For those of you curious, Dunedin is located on the country's South Island and sits on the southeast coast. So southeast coast of South Island. All right. And it's the Dunniest Din in all of Dintown. It really Mm -hmm. is. Um, And the name actually comes from Dunedin, which is Scottish Gaelic for Edinburgh. Oh. Oh. So it's a mock Scottish mock castle. Yes, because I guess a lot of the uh, non the European settlers to settle New Zealand are of Scottish descent. I did not know that. Gotcha. So I they didn't were know like, it either. tired of eating haggis. Let's go punch a kangaroo. Yeah, basically. Love it. I mean, what would you pick? I, you know what? They're both beautiful. I would go to You both. know what? Both countries covered in sheep and goats. Mm-hmm. My God. They just went to different parts of the world to do it. They took all those sheep with them. <laughs> Mail order sheep. Um, so the house castle was built by R.A. Lawson for business dude and politician William Larnach. Um, Larnach. Yes. Over 200 dudes worked on the house. Materials were brought in from all over the world. The carvings on the ceilings alone took over six years to make. They Damn. spare no expense These making this castle. These must be incredible artisanal carvings. It really but are. But were those carvings up to code? Oh, you know, in the 1800s, who the knows what. I'm going to pull the permits. I don't trust them. In Just all of the these beautiful carvings, did they put in any shiplap? I don't. You know what? There's one room, just shiplap. You can't have just any kids shiplap. in here. It's the toilet. It's the shiplap toilet. It's the shitlap. The sh- <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's exactly what it is. Um, the castle was finally completed in 1887 after the 3,000 square foot ballroom slash birthday present for William's daughter was completed. Hey, okay. you're my favorite room, dad? A ballroom, though. So she could have a party. Can I take it with me to college? No. 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 That, thing's just gonna be, that, that shit's just going to be turned into a, a workout room or like an office as soon as that kid leaves. That's a really big office, but it's a ballroom. You can have dances. This is where you're going to meet the boys and have like those Jane Austen-esque style long stairs while doing like spinny do's. Oh put my in God, a, it's just New Zealand Bridgerton. I'd put in yes, a basketball hoop. I'd That's what it. I'd do. You'd put <laughs> a roller rink? Yeah. That's what I would do. Fuck yeah. And then, I, and then I'd sponsor weekly roller derbies. Yeah. But friend, friend would have to wear pillows around her Oh my God, bottoms. I would die. I would, I would, I would actively die. So just we, break every bone in my body. We would have to put you in a bubble. But guys, you, the last time we all went roller skating together, I fell down and I literally broke my ass. Yep. So so that's hence the pillow. Yeah. Or the bubble. Um, the all told, the castle had 43 rooms and it sat on 35 acres of land complete with a vinery, 
Okay. That's sure. Oh, venery. Venery. And a... It sounds like, like, it, I'm sure it's for wine, yeah. but it kind of sounds like a place where you make vinegar. I have the it same smells thought. awful in the it summertime. vinegary. Yeah. This, oh, oh, this, this is where the this is the balsamic yeah, area the of the vinery. Yeah. yeah. The, this apple is the apple cider, cider. Yeah. sweet. This one's really good for your digestion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bit of white, little white vinegar. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Cl- cleans your nose out. Yeah. It's great. Spray it on your dog. You can clean with it. Spray it on your dog. <laughs> yeah. Have you uh, okay? TikTok, they have Have um, I ever sprayed a dog with vinegar? Have you ever no, sprayed a dog I'm with excited about dog vinegar. Yeah. Just spray them. Apparently, groomers use like a vinegar spray. It's on supposed dogs. to help them dry off or something. I don't know. Yep. Ha- have never will never spray a dog with vinegar. Yeah, go spray listeners, sake with vinegar right listeners, now. Listeners, spray pause. your dogs with incredible white vinegar. You let us know what happens. Well, what tell the us smells how it goes. like. Yeah, Saki does not mind being sprayed in the face with what he gets sprayed in the face with water when he does something bad. But he just opens his mouth like mm, drinky time. Mm. <laughs> I mock you like this castle. <laughs> He's like um 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 water time. Oh boy! Uh, and the house also had a house farm for three hundred cows and the uh, farm workers. Mm. A house farm? Even the cows had their own. It room. was like a working farm, but so all the fa- farm workers had their homes so they could live on okay. the farm and I not was go like, back. What's the difference? Farm and a house farm. House farms we are farm houses. Yeah, we, we plant a little seed and a bedroom grows. We, we plant a studio apartment and it eventually grows into into a, a mock a castle. Mock castle. Into a tree that uh, that just has studio apartments as fruit. So it really wasn't that great. You should have planted oh, wait, a castle. Shake, but then there's also cows. you shake the tree, three studio apartments fall out of it. Yeah, yeah. but also cows. William Larnach was originally from Australia. Ooh. So he's not even Scottish. He's not even. Well, he's of, I believe, Scottish descent. But he's he, Australian. He's also Australian. Mostly. He's got Australian. dual citizenship. Yes. He can go and moved to Dunedin in 1867 with his wife, his wife's sister, and their four children. Um, he moved there to one take, of whom got a ballroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's twice in like my research was she quoted as his favorite child. I bet she got a whole fucking room. She got a room. Uh, I want a ballroom. I bet he grew that room at the house farm. <laughs> Just had it brought over with the, on the backs yeah. of the cows. If you if you yeah. let those studio apartments get overripe, they become ballrooms. That's the truth. Mm. Oh, interesting. Okay. I had I had a house orchard for a long time. Oh, okay. But if they start to rot, they turn into like a swampy basement. Yeah, it, it's it's a real balancing act. I got to tell you, real timing issue. Yeah. Anyway, uh, William, <laughs> you're so done with us. Diversified and soon became quite wealthy. Uh, hence the behemoth of a house. The Larnax had two more kids after moving in, um, but all would not remain well. In fact, things would go pretty downhill for Mr. Larnack soon after moving in. Um, Eliza, his wife, died of a sudden stroke at the age of 38. Oh, no. Shortly after the birth of their last child. Terrible. Oh, God. Uh, William promptly married her sister, because remember, she Hot. came with. There we go. Um, he brought a spare. He did. Heir and a spare. Wife and a spare. Yeah. Done. That's what's up. Um, but then she died at the age of 38 from blood poisoning. I think he's killing these women. He's he unlucky and married lucky. The he's sis- making people have strokes. He's given them blood poisoning. Just so he can marry the sister's daughter. So you and your muff have decided to travel to a land of women murder. <laughs> it's yeah. not murder. It's just women death. Hashtag feminism. <laughs> yeah. Is that how this works? You guys say it all the time. I don't get it. 
I honestly don't think you've ever said it before. And it sounded so weird coming out of your mouth. <laughs> don't ever say it like, again. Mm, I don't think I like that. <laughs> just, just don't. Um, so, you know, his first wife dies. His second wife dies. What's a man to do? Raise his own children on his own? No. Fuck a sheep. No. Fuck a sheep? I mean, you could do that. Um, so what he did was at the age of 57, he married 35-year-old Constance. Mm, That's yummy. actually not... I really thought you were going to be like 13-year-old Constance. It was older in times. Well, the thing is, with 35-year-old Constance would put her at the same age as his children. Okay. Oh, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. That's cool. So, and she's probably not popping out anymore. No. Yeah. Because I don't know if at 57, how, you know... That's that's the Trump maneuver. God, yes. Yeah. I want to pork my daughter. I just marry somebody her age. What's the big deal? Anyway, by 1898, things are really not looking well for for little Willie. His favorite child, Kate, Mm -hmm. died at 21 of typhoid. Oh, no. Um, Couldn't be saved by that ballroom. Maybe she should have bought her some fucking medicine for her birthday. Probably would have helped. (laughs) Invest in fucking doctors, you idiot. (laughs) God. Uh, is typhoid one of the yeah typhoid is the like i ate poop and i died yeah it's the pooping one maybe stop giving your daughter poop stop building her rooms oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe Feed be able her to food not shit yeah you could afford to buy her food if you weren't building ballrooms for her idiot true you b- afford to buy her clean food not that covered in poop yeah mm-hmm. but apparently no buy, buy some buy some running water to clean the turds off your food <laughs> just just clean it this just isn't hard it. Anyway, the bank he managed collapsed. He so he was also a politician, and he accidentally voted on a bill he wasn't supposed to. Ooh. Um, to which he got into some trouble for. Um, How do you accidentally vote on a bill you're not supposed to? Does they explain so, the the process here? So uh, yeah, I guess what had happened was he was he said I'm not going to vote on this because as a farm owner I'm you know I have a stake in oh, this. Oh okay. So he, I thought you meant he like showed up in someone else's parliament and was like, "Yay!" No, for I like no reason. Yeah. No, so he there was a bill about farming and as a farm owner, he's like, "I'm not going to sign this." Um so he, he passed it, anyway. it along and he accidentally signed for it thinking it was another bill. Oh. And they're oh, so like, he's an read. idiot. Yeah, he's an idiot who just didn't assume and didn't read. So that got in him a little bit of trouble and the the ranch dressing on the shit salad is that he discovered it's so gross. How do you make a shit salad worse? Put ranch, ranch dressing on it. On it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how you get typhoid. Uh, That's what killed uh, his daughter. Um, gross. He discovered that his wife Constance was fucking his son Dougie. Oh, yeah. No. Get it, Constance. She, he was teaching Girl, her how to Dougie. Oh. You, oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, Melissa. That was a good joke. Oh, Melissa. I like that joke a lot. Don't hate. I feel so betrayed. Don't hate, appreciate. That's what's up. You feel betrayed. These good jokes. Anyway, um, so this proved to be too much for William, and he drove himself or went to a committee room at parliament where he shot himself in the head. Whoops. Oh, he shot himself at work. Yeah. yeah he went yeah. to work. They had to clean it up. Couldn't do it at home. Couldn't do it in front of the cows. No. They could have just buried him. We had a nice house. They run out That's of, true. What's run, nicer, parliament or house? Probably the they'd house. They'd run out of money for cleaning the food. Who's going to clean up all the blood? Right. Exactly. The See? janitor. Doesn't work. 
<laughs> of course there was. Maybe no- that's what they should have used some of that vinegar for. Yeah. Yeah. Look into it. Uh, of course, there was no will. So a battle over the estate ensued. Eventually, the house was sold. Ownership exchanged hands a few times. It was an asylum for shell-shocked soldiers coming back from WW1. Oh, no. Oh, it, great. Yeah. It was also a retreat for nuns. Fun. Fun. Um, and then oh, eventually, where they film fun. All those, where well, those ones were like, those, mo- those, those uh, movies everyone loves were like, they go to a special retreat and then they suddenly explore their feelings for one another. No, in the it's nude. not. It's not a porno. Oh, oh, I assumed it was just like Midsummer, where it, it definitely is some big weird sex cult and flowers. I mean, maybe. I mean, the two of you, the 66 percent of this podcast. Yeah, 66 percent of the related, podcast so. thinks that this was a fuck house for nuns. Therefore, it is. OK, everyone knows that nuns fuck. Yes. Big time. Probably. Yeah. True. You can look it up. <laughs> You seem so, you're like, uh-huh, yep. yep I read a, absolutely. I, I've watched a lot of movies on I've it. I've been to Wikipedia, and I've also been to PornButtNuns.com, and that's porn what happened. PornButtNuns.com. PornButtNuns.com. Porn yeah, B-U-T-T, in case you want to look up the URL on your own, listeners. <laughs> nope, no one does. Well, we'll no see. We'll see. Let us know. Sure. Uh, you know, what? you know what, though, Boo? Someone does. Take a Someone screenshot. Someone does let us indeed know. want pornbuttsnone.com. I'm going to go to GoDaddy real quick and let you know if it's available. Maybe we should Do buy it. Do not stop the searching these websites. We're not buying these websites. He's going to search it anyway. So the house eventually fell into disrepair, but was rescued in 1967 by the Barker family. Um, their first order of business was to stop using the ballroom to pen sheep. Okay. Smart. <laughs> but not- okay. Apparently, at that point, the house was just a place where sheep lived pornbuttnuns.com is available for only 11.99 for the first year you guys so no dear or if we pornbuttnuns.club if we want to start a club for nuns to have porn butts together can can we get dot gov can we get pornbuttnuns.gov how about pornbuttnuns.vip in case you want to be a very important butt nun porn haver Oh, we have the most important button on porn. Ooh, dot triple X is, is actually $150. That's 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 Ooh, premium. You don't want that. Um, we don't have the budget for that. No. Anyway. Anyway. So, yes. Um, okay, back to your story. If I was a sheep yep. and I was living outside yeah. and there was a perfectly good house that I could get into, mm-hmm. I would live inside. And it's a ballroom. They could have sheep dances. Tons of Richard space. tin for sheep. Love Sheep Sheeperton. Oh, don't walk down the dark path without an escort. Yeah. Bah. That's all it is. <laughs> it's like the Star Wars special with bah. the Wookiee noises, but just sheep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was their first order of business was be like, you know what? Sheep aren't in the house. No more sheep in this house. No more sheep in this house. No, no more sheep in this house. house. Uh, the family slowly restored the home to its former glory over... I would say maybe 20-ish years. I mean, it probably takes a while to air out all that sheep poop. Yeah. And I guess they had to completely redo the roof and stuff because there were holes everywhere. They're going to say they had to re- completely redo the floors because of all the sheep shit. Oh, the sheep shit? shit? It was probably covered too. in sheep urine. Yeah. And then just whole... Could you imagine then it's like wet sheep smell inside the house that's just pee? It's worse I, than dog. Yeah. Ugh, I don't want just that. moist sheep. Moist sheep. Mm. Mm. Moist. Just... Moist sheep butt porn moist dot net also available. Moist sheep butt nuns dot edu. Yeah, just dot edu. It's a college. Yeah, we can teach you a lot about these but these butt sheep porns. <sighs> butt sheep porns. Yeah. 
But the, why are you upset, dear? They also created a very pretty <laughs> garden. Uh, so cool and pretty that the New Zealand Gardens Trust listed it as, quote, a garden of international significance. Oh, it's a significant garden. garden. Yes. They're like, this is, that's a tip top uh, sort of accolade. It's the tippiest top. Yeah. So today the castle and gardens are open for tours, uh, high tea and weddings. Um, They bring in probably, uh, probably honestly right now they're open because it's New Zealand. Yeah. So when I was looking at their website, um, where they are in Dunedin is nearly 24 hours ahead of us. It's 21 hours uh, ahead of us. And they were they open at 9 a.m. And you don't need a mask because it's New Zealand and they did it right. Yep. But if you're American, they won't let you in. They won't even let you in. They'll I leave you at the border. Quarantine for two weeks? That's Australia. I don't know if New Zealand's letting people in. Well, if it's if it's two weeks and you got to plan a two-week and one-day vacation so you can go there. <laughs> so you can just go there. Yeah. You go, you go there, you sit in your hotel room for two weeks, you go outside for one day, you see all the fucking sheep. And then you get back on a plane and you go home. Yep. Maybe go to Auckland, see the glow room grotto. Really? No, I mean, that's another flight, and I don't know how that's going to work. Because yeah. Auckland's at the tippy top of the North Island. Um, and we're at the bottom of the South Island. We're at the bitty bottom of the yeah, South Island. <laughs> exactly. Um, and if, if, so they you get know, about we're down in the button region of, yeah, of New Zealand. Yeah. Mm. The button region. They get about 120,000 tourists a year, mostly from Australia, China, and South Korea. Okay. And that's where they're located. Sure. Uh, if you picture a map, it makes it's sense. It's close by. Uh, and if you're lucky, the ghost might pay you a visit during your tour. So such a thing happened to a husband and wife duo who were visiting the castle. Sorry, the mock Castle. Mock castle. Yeah, a, important, yeah, because <sighs> we're going to get a lot of hate mail from real I castles. I'm going to submit a bad review. <laughs> Redundant <laughs> tripe. One star. Buckingham Palace. Redundant tripe. <laughs> the queen is not pleased. Um. So while in the music room, which had recently undergone an extension, uh, extensive facelift, the pair felt a force come between them, push them apart, and each pushed them separately. Oh, wow. So just like kind of barreled through. Get the fuck they out of my way. Absolutely no butt stuff. Get don't even hold hands. Don't even come close to holding hands. I know you're married, but fuck off. Don't do yeah. it. But don't you do it. Um, and the fun did not stop for this couple. So after the the they were pushed, the wife's like, I don't I don't like that. I'm going to go stand over here. The husband's like, no, fuck that. I'm going to stand right here. I'm going to stay here. I'm stand I my you ghost. Stand my go- ground. This and is stand my ground state. Yeah, it is. This is stand my ground New Zealand. I'm gonna shoot that ghost. The ghost comes and pushes him again. So he's yeah. like, "All right, all right. Um, I understand. I will leave." All right. So all right, Messi Rajiv. Yeah. So they walked. You into fool me a- twice. You ain't gonna fool me again. But it's not George Bush. <laughs> Only third time. <laughs> um, they go into another room, and while they were in there, they each felt. As if someone was suffocating them. Why? Because, quote, neither could breathe. Oh, is that? Oh, yeah. That's what suffocation is. is. Yeah. 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 At least they were able to accurately identify it. True. That's true. I don't have a word for this sensation. I feel like I I can't breathe. I feel like I can't breathe. Would you say you're suffocating? I don't know. What does that mean? Maybe. But yes. So whatever it was in the music room was a bit pissed off at the two of them. Followed them into the next room where they choked them. It's for their poor taste. To be fair, they did not learn their lesson. I mean, the wife did. The husband was a bit of a twat. I'm sure. gonna stand here. At least the lady moved and was like, "Okay, I get it. You don't want me here." But he, yeah, but she didn't leave. That's that's true. But how do you know she just didn't want him in that spot? What if that was like that's the true. ghost's favorite uh, board, floorboard? Maybe you were like standing on the ghost's little ectoplasm trail. 
Yeah, you're stepping on our feeties. Oh. Ghost feeties. Ow, that hurt, Putch. But do, you, no. do we know who the ghosts are? Uh, we kind of have an idea who one is, but they do think that it is the daughter, Kate, who... Oh, it's Ballroom Kate. Ballroom Kate. Uh, and I mean, they it's, also, her, it's her room. Yeah, and they also think, well, this was the music room. I don't know if this was hers. But they also think that Eliza, the first wife, um, haunts the place, as does Mr. Uh, Larnack. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to him in a moment. Um, another group of people had a spoopy experience during an overnight stay. Um, once everybody had gone to bed for the night, the ghosts came out and wanted to play. So for hours, they just heard a ball roll up and hit their door. Roll back. Roll up and oh, hit their door. no. Roll no. back. Nobody had the balls to go out and look. But when they went downstairs for Brecco the next day, they were like, uh, it sounded like, and they go, yeah, sometimes there are like children ghosts and and your 13 year old i think they sensed her youth could've, could've, and wanted to play what, what were they were they ex-cons was it the ghost of cool hand luke it was oh see not nah, see i it's paul I, newman yeah i fucking sherlock holmes this shit nailed it okay i would open the door for the ghost of paul newman yeah young paul newman he was handsome yeah it's steve mcqueen come on whatever him too all of them come on in both of you it's was, party it? was it both of them i can't remember i don't know who cares they're both. They it were both now. handsome. I Steve McQueen him. had some anger issues, but yeah, we'll look past that. Uh, but yeah, so Thanks they were fine, like, "Buddy, use that rage." So they suspect that the um, the children ghost wanted to play with a thirteen year old. Gross. Yeah. No, I'd be like, "How about you just leave me alone?" Oh, um, I was thinking The Great Escape. That's a Steve McQueen movie. I think. Yes. Never mind. Okay. Um. So the most well-known ghost experience happened in 1994, and they think this was the Mr. Larnack ghost. Okay. So somebody wrote a play based on their family drama called Larnack Dash Castle of Lies. Oh, my God. That is incredible. Yes. Yes. So they wrote like a lifetime made-for-TV play Mm -hmm. that they decided in 94 to perform in the ballroom. Oh, my God. Awesome. Amazing. I'm all about this. About 100 guests were in attendance. And according and to 400 sheep. Oh, well, the sheep were outside. They wouldn't let them in. They're not. Cool they enough. opened the windows. Well, yeah, they were all like standing on each other's backs. It was just like a yeah. wall of sheep. This is racist. It was, it was three sheep in an overcoat. <laughs> this is this is New Zealand racism. <laughs> Speciesism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, species. Uh, what I need to know is all of the lies that this castle is made out. Well, I don't really know what. Oh, the God damn it. Part, but I'm sure they I know they no, talked I think it's about because it's the, not a real castle Demont castle it's a castle of lies, of lies. Mm. I do think they also touched upon the uh, affair between Dougie and the third Mrs. Mm-hmm. Larnack mm-hmm. yeah I mean that's the sort of juicy nugget of that yeah. one lie so that's far it. castle of lies we need lies. to find at least a second lie so it can be castle of lies so anyway about 100 people were in attendance and according to Margaret Barker she's the owner of the house there was a really bad storm that night, but what was weird is that the the winds were gusting in a way that like doors and windows were just opening on their own. Hmm. Was it the wind sure. or was it the ghost? Exactly. They're like, that's how wind works. Yeah. Wind turns doorknobs. So they're mm-hmm. like, that's, oh, every time. that's a bit weird. And during the part of the play where William is about to shoot himself, there was a blinding light as if lightning had come through the window of the castle and like went into the the ballroom as the actor shoots some air quote shoots himself in the head. 
Whoa. Oh, wow. Um, and after Were they the- blinded by the light? Oh, my Red God. I would, it's not... Suit. Oh, what? It's not ball lightning. It's ballroom lightning. Mm. It's like a ballroom blitz. Oh, yeah. there we go. It's, it's a ballroom blitz. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone, what afterwards? They everybody in attendance thought that was a special effect. Like that was amazing. How you got the like light to come in, and Margaret was just sitting there going, "I don't think that was supposed to happen." <laughs> you know what you do is you just take credit for it. And be like, "Yeah, it was incredible, right?" I don't so know if we like, can. Well, yeah, she kind of did. Right she was like, on TripAdvisor. Yeah, so amazing. She went to the um the coordinator like the stage manager and was like oh and he we goes, didn't discuss that <laughs> and he goes oh that was not that was real that was not us that we literally happened you bringing lightning into my home yeah so they <laughs> think that it was mr larnack who was a bit upset that you were a making a play about his fucking awful life sure and so he had to let his displeasure be known well and it was like the scene where he's uh about ending to kill himself, himself too yeah so maybe he was just like, Mm-mm, you're over-dramatizing this. Yeah, it yeah. was actually more of a lightning bolt to the head. Yeah. Please. It wasn't a gun. It was a lightning bolt. A it Harry was much Potter. more boring than this. <laughs> That's it. I have directions about your acting choices. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it actually was. He's like, I, can we I push pause on this? I demand a rewrite. Yeah. So anyway, that is the story of the haunted Larnac Mock Castle. Oh, spooky. In Dunedin, New Zealand. That is pretty spooky. Do you know what's not spooky is this fucking beer. This no, this beer. beer's not spooky this at all. Not beer. one bit of spook in it. Again, it's wandering abroad. It's a fruited sour ale. Mm-hmm. It's not that from sour. From Los Angeles Aleworks, which is located in Hawthorne. Which is, which not, is not Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. No. That's okay. I got Close a lot of enough. problems with this beer right now. Um, it is a urban forged Oro Blanco grapefruit. Mm-hmm. And White for gold being grape. a fruited grapefruit sour... It ain't that sour. It's not that sour, and it's like you do you do get a bit of grapefruit. There's a little grapefruit in it there. It is grapefruity, yeah. There's yeah. a citrusy. It's a, aroma is very citrusy. Mm-hmm. Smells good. It tastes good. It's not super sour, but it's no, good. But like, it is good. It is yeah. like a beer. I'm not gonna argue. It's six percent, so it's hmm. drinkable. It's drinkable. Yeah, but I not like poundable. it. I like it quite a bit, which is why I know it's not sour enough for you, podcast mom. Yeah, sometimes yeah. I like a little more pucker, but it's not bad. No, yeah. I don't think it's, it's a bad thing. It's the beer. only thing like for me that I'm, so I'm not a huge grapefruit fan. I'm mm-hmm. just going to like come out and say it. So the more this warms up, the less I like it because the more it tastes like grapefruit. Really? That's fair. It so does the, taste more like grapefruit. Yeah. So the grapefruit juice that kind of like comes through, I know likey because I know likey grapefruit. But when it was colder, it was better. But that's just my personal opinion. I have a lot of them. See, I, I have I, liked it more as it's opened up. Um, yeah, I like it. I, I find it pretty crushable for a sour. Um, and it's weirdly hot as shit in the summer, in the middle of the wintertime right now. It's summertime. Yeah. Um, it's summertime, wintertime. And it's a great beer for this week, I feel like. It, it actually is. is. It really is. Because it's 90 here. Yeah, it's too hot. Too hot. Well, hey, this is the part of the show where old pal Bob gets to pick a winner. Hey, you know what I really love? What? A castle of lies. Ah! Lies. You know what else I love? You know what else I love? Hmm. Cannibalism. <laughs> yep. yep, yep Butt nuns. Yeah. Uh, I I love Bridgerton for sheep. It's one of my favorite shows. You can watch. I don't know where you watch on the it, Netflix. But on the Netflix, but I, that's one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I love Italian. Netflix. That <laughs> shit. Fuck off. Get out. Netflix. <laughs> Done. That's very good. Get out. <laughs> I like Italian anime. That's one of my favorite things. It's like they're like, oh, hey. One Punch Pizza Man. One Punch Pizza Man. That's really great. I love hashtag feminism, but if there's one thing I love more than anything, it's sausage. Vanessa wins. Oh, yay. Me and my traveling muff win for the salami coast. Woo, woo, woo. Woo, woo. Salami. Yeah, my my sheep muff didn't win. 
I do like those sheep. It rarely does. It, yeah, um, thank you guys so much for fake traveling with us this week. Yes, please come back next week and we'll we'll do something else, man. It'll be fun. Yeah. There'll yeah. be more booze. And there'll be more bros. So until then, cheers. cheers. Oh, that was a nice one. Majestic.